Hello and welcome back to Talking Europe. A controversial chemical will be allowed in the EU for another 10 years. After member states failed to reach an agreement among themselves, the European Commission decided that glyphosate, an agrochemical used in farming, will be reauthorized for a decade. Glyphosate kills weeds and it is the most widely used herbicide in the world. An agency of the World Health Organization concluded that glyphosate is probably carcinogenic to humans, but EU and US agencies have not established a link to cancer. There are, of course, also big environmental and wildlife dimensions to this debate, which continues in the member states and here in the European Parliament. I'm joined by Christian Silviu Bussoy, a Romanian MEP from the Conservative European People's Party. Welcome to you. Thank you. And also Andreas Schieder, an Austrian MEP from the Socialists and Democrats. Welcome to you as well. Hello, thank you. So obviously, gentlemen, you're not representing national governments here, but party groups. I'm interested, though, in why your uh, countries voted the way they did on extending glyphosate. So uh, Romania actually voted to continue to extend the use of glyphosate. Just explain to us why, why that was. I believe uh, that uh, Romania, and this is also my personal position, I'm uh, also a substitute in Envy, but I'm the chairman of Industry Research and Energy Committee, really trusted uh, the assessment made by European Commission. You know well that uh, the decision uh, proposed by European Commission to extend 10 years in December, uh, the current authorization uh, will expire, is based on a solid uh, scientific uh, work of EFSA, European Food Safety Agency, with participation also of European Chemical Agency. So, uh, in my opinion, I believe that uh, we need to look to the science, uh, to be less emotional and to uh, support uh, European farmers. We'll come back to the science because that, that's also a slightly controversial point as well. But um, Andreas Schieder, what, what did you make of the vote and why Austria was one of only three countries to vote to phase out glyphosate and the use of glyphosate? I was quite happy to learn that my Austrian government also voted in, in, in order to abolish uh, glyphosate usage. Uh, because in the past, also the position of the, especially the Conservative Party, was driven uh, by, by the farmers' lobbyists. And I think it is time for the consumers to protect them from herbicide, pesticide, and all this which is at the end in our food chain. And secondly, also to support those farmers which try to drive a different way, drive the way of uh, biological food production, uh, sustainable food production. And there is a huge and more and more farmers. And if you want to have level playing field, you must also support them and to abolish uh, glyphosate usage is one way also to help those farmers which go a more uh, biological way. So what about this whole argument about farming, that it's good for farmers if they can keep using glyphosate or it's bad for them if they keep using glyphosate? Where do you come down on that question? Clearly, all of us are committed to the Green Deal. It was a large majority for the main, uh, for the main uh, uh, objectives of the Green Deal, uh, to decarbonize, to protect the environment, of course, how to get there, what are the methods, we are quite divided. And not so long time ago, 
in Strasbourg. Uh, this was seen uh, when we discussed about um, uh, plants, uh, also on packaging and other issues. Uh, clearly, we, we are divided, but not on the goals. I would also like to see more uh, environmentally friendly uh, farming. Uh, clearly, my party, European People's Party, is uh, also a party supporting very much the farmers in many European large countries encourage and encourage European Commission to give the right incentives, financial incentives, to go to, the, to a different approach. But in the same time, we need to uh, look to the realities and also to understand that we are in a, in a global competition. We need also to look to the uh, sustainability of European way of farming, also to the prices of food. And as long as European, important European agencies did conclude that it, at this moment, there is not a proven risk to you continue to use glyphosate. I don't see why is this opposition. Well, on those agencies, the uh, European Food Safety Authority, the European Chemicals Agency, uh, we, we've heard, André Schieder, from uh, groups such as uh, the uh, Pe Pesticide Action Network Europe saying that these scientific opinions were too much based on industry-led research, so they were essentially biased. That's what these pressure groups are saying. What, what would you say to that? Uh, I, I'm not a chemist, so I, I cannot, uh, let's say, uh, make the analysis, but what I heard from groups like this or serious researchers mm -hmm. which were looking into these studies, that they said there are quite some major loopholes in the way how this assessment is done. And, uh, uh, generally, we have to say, we know from deep research that a, a minimum every fifth case of cancer where people get ill, leukemia and other ones, is somehow related with pesticides, herbicides and the way how our food is produced. Th this so, is ac according to who? Sorry, just to remind us. This is a, according to numbers which are since 10 years, mm. since we have this glyphosate debate, is mm. also around, not only on glyphosate, just mm. to say, it's on the way. And mm. the final question we simply have to ask, and therefore I don't understand uh, the argument for those who are supporting this way, do we really want to eat these things? No, I want to get it out of our food chain. I mean, we've, we've got one of our pictures here which says, banning glyphosate prevents cancer and saves lives. A lot of people would look at that and say, that makes com that's common sense. I don't want to eat something which may have been um, sp uh, sprayed with, with this herbicide. I'm not uh, a chemist either, but um, I studied medicine. Uh, I, uh, I was uh, the president of the National Health Insurance House in, in my country, in Romania, the rapporteur for you for health And I also established, and I'm chairing an intergroup in European Parliament to fight against cancer. So clearly, uh, we should avoid uh, those uh, elements that are using uh, uh, risk uh, um, substances. On the other hand, um, just to ban uh, abruptly mm. like this, uh, I think will create a lot of uh, issues to the farmers and to the prices. And once again, mm. I know the WHO assessment. Of course, they also look to this uh, substance as having potential, not necessarily being sure that uh, inducts cancer or have a car carcinogenic effect. The American uh, Environmental Protection Agency is actually redoing its assessment because it now wonders whether glyphosate might be linked to 
certain malformations. And let's not forget, in France, there was this landmark case of a young man called Theo, which has been... A, the malformations in his body have been officially linked to glyphosate. That's actually uh, been recognised by the fund that, uh, that reimburses victims, that indemnifies victims. So there is emerging, at least emerging evidence, isn't there? I know well uh, European uh, uh, Food Safety Agency and European Chemical Agency work, and I know how uh, strict they are. Uh, and European Union really has a strict legislation on chemicals, on pesticides, maybe one of the most strict uh, in the world. This assessment was not only made inside this agency, involved also member states. Uh, during, uh, mm. I believe, 32 months, uh, 2,400 uh, dossiers uh, Study a lot of national experts from national governments. Some of them, of course, uh, are looking a little bit reluctantly. But what I fear now is a very emotional discussion, not really a science-based. Clearly, all of us would like to eat uh, uh, bioproducts. Uh, let's incentivize, let's mobilize more funds for those farmers which are not using. But banning in all European Union the use of glyphosate really could uh, jeopardize uh, the work of so many farmers and enterprises. Well, we are where we are now. I mean, the fact is that it is going to be... It has been reauthorized for 10 years. So, uh, Andreas Shivya, how do you think we should approach uh, giving people, I don't know, transparency when they buy products so that they know what they're eating? Is there, are there things we could do better on that? I would say generally, yeah, more transparency, mm. especially in, in, in food, what what you're buying, what you're getting for the money and what you're putting into your body is, is a, a major issue. Not only with glyphosate, also we have this uh, discussion now on genetic modified uh, uh, products, where it's also a huge part of our society which don't want to have genetic, uh, genetic modified uh, product. So therefore, I think the minimum is to allow also that it is, uh, let's say, identified on the packaging, what is uh, inside and how it is produced. But I have to say... We are banning glyphosate. It's not about, let's say, forcing everybody to buy biological uh, food. It is simply to get poison, to get something which is very dangerous out of our way of, of producing. But at the end, I'm also, in, I'm also in favor to have rules for the agriculture that it allows that everybody can go to the supermarket and can be sure that the food you're buying, if you have much money or if you're poor, but the food which you can afford is healthy and not dangerous. Yes, so back to the level playing field idea yeah. in a sense. We'll have to end it there. It's, the time does go by very quickly on, um, on these debates. So I'd like to thank both of you so much, Christian Silvio Bouchoy and Andreas Schieder. And that's all for this edition of Talking Europe. Glad you could join us.